0: Yeah, it's just like, it's 2022, babe. We got to stop dating racists.
1: I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, a bachelor nation groupie. No, 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 hold on with me, Derek. Name one thing that I said that's false, Derek. Oh, well, if I burp, I burp. (laughs) Hi, Kayla. (laughs) Hi, Emily. How's it going? (laughs) Oh, it's going. We,
0: you know what? We made it to the end of the season. And you know, it's the end of a not paradise season because I walked into my office to record holding a glass of rosé, a shot of tequila and my water cup. Yeah. Um, and I just actually, think we can actually kick it off with a shot. Yeah, We're definitely.
1: We have shots poured. There was no hot tub. There doesn't need to be, um, it's what actually possible. tequila. Also, I only take shots of tequila. I'm not a menace. Um, or maybe I'm more of a menace for that. I don't really know. Um, but cheers. We made it through another bachelorette season and cheers. You know what? Cheers to Rachel and Gabby. I love them still. Even though this was a heinous, heinous shit show.
0: It was so, a the shit show. I w- still love them both. I love Rachel a little less, but I still I love, love Rachel her. a
1: little less. But she got, she still has my heart. Um, and I love Gabby a little less too. And we'll get into why. Okay, cheers, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> yeah.
0: I used to be the kind of girl when I was like twenty through twenty-two who could do shots of. Literal Dubra, and not have to chase yeah. it. And yeah. like now, I could do a shot of like the smoothest tequila and need a chaser. Like I've become so weak. And on the one hand, I guess it's good, but on the other hand,
1: I feel I'm like, like a, I'm di- I'm a different I'm a different shot taker at bars versus at home. At a bar, I can take a shot and it go about my day. It doesn't affect yeah. me even at a party. But if I'm like just in the comfort of my home, as I am now. Um, naked chaser it
0: hurts. Yeah, well, because it it's hurts. like when you're at a party or you're at a bar, you're like not trying to impress people, but you're no. around other people. Also, like you don't want to look like a yeah. pussy. Like- you've probably
1: you've probably already been drinking. Like when you've already yeah. been drinking, the shot go down goes down easier. But yeah. that was like that was a cold open. Just glug, <laughs> bitch. Oh,
0: bottoms up. I, so whew. wow. Whew. But we did, I wish we, we were... deserved. I wish Um, we were a a visual medium. I know. You would have seen some faces. You would have seen some things. Also, Um, I know we have a couple listeners um, of this podcast that are Chicago girlies. I just want to say to my Chicago girlies, um, I tried a shot of Malort for the first time recently. If you're not a Chicago girlie, you probably don't know what Malort is. To be honest, I don't even know what Malort is, and I've had it. It's the most foul, gasoline-tasting alcohol I've ever tried, and apparently it's a Chicago thing. And I was at a bar in Chicago recently and the manager sent over shots of Malort. And I was like, if you guys aren't Midwestern Queens, you don't probably don't know that St. Louis sports and Chicago sports are like a big rivalry. And I was watching, like, think about like the Yankees Red Sox, but like more civil because it's the Midwest. And so I was wearing my St. Louis stuff into a bar in Chicago because they were playing each other. And the manager of the bar was like, I see you're in St. Louis stuff. I'm sending over shots of Malort. I was like, that's so nice. Like, New Yorkers would never do that for Boston fans in a bar. And then I took the shot. I was like, oh, he was trying to poison me. Oh, he, like, hates like, you, actually. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, he was like, you're wearing St. Louis stuff. Fuck you. Hey, bitch. Um, so, cool. yeah. Anyways, the girlies who've had it will know. Ew. The girlies who haven't, don't. Like, even if you come to Chicago and they're like, it's a Chicago thing, don't. Like, there's no need. No. The
1: worst regional drinking experience I ever had was in Cincinnati, Ohio. Clap if you're surprised. Um, well, the worst experiences I've ever had were in Cincinnati yeah, not Ohio, even period. Drinking regionally just like existing in just yeah. Ohio in general. They should secede. We were in Cincinnati and the the I was supposed to go to the Chicks concert. Chicks got postponed, but I'm going next week. So that's exciting. But um we couldn't go to the chicks, obviously, but I was already like had a ticket and was, like, on my way to Cincinnati when they canceled. So we went out to the bars in Cincinnati, which is a cursed sentence. And we went to this dive bar, and they had cherries soaked in fireball. And they were a dollar for, so like, Ohio. I know. They were, like, a dollar <laughs> for four. And they were, like, they're so good. And we were, like, you know what? We're at this shitty dive bar. We got to try the special. It was the most foul thing. Me and my friends were, like, okay. By, um it was disgusting and then like we our stomachs like raged against us the rest of the night because they were like why would you ever consume that
0: i horrible like some of these Harrible. regional things like i love a good regional food or like yeah. a, some kind of cuisine specialty um but like i don't know that there's a need for regional alcohol no. like other I, like, than kentucky I, bourbon i mean yeah but that's a staple Kentucky like, bourbon is phenomenal, but like uh, in general, I'm like, I don't like, I don't need uh, like a special gasoline shot that I can no. only have in Chicago. Like, I just don't need it. No, you
1: know? it was just terrible, but I'm going back to Cincinnati next weekend. So maybe I'll have another one, you know, for the laughs. So, um, I'll do it again. I'll do it. You know what? I'll do it again. Like I'm stupid <laughs> enough to give in. Uh, they also had ones that were soaked in Everclear and we were like, no, we don't want to die. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> My God. We
0: People in Ohio playable. are
1: so depressed. People <laughs> in Ohio are so sad. They're like, please try please, the alcohol everywhere. Like, guys, you gotta find a hobby or something. Like, you can't live like this. You gotta move out of Ohio. Um, we gotta we gotta take Ohio and put it somewhere else for sure. Just with make Texas it, and
0: Florida somewhere just, else.
1: Yeah, just make it a big um ocean. You know what I mean? Like make it a beach. Just dig it out, put it somewhere else, <laughs> and make it fill it with water and make it a giant beach. That's, that's my contribution. That's my contribution to the Ohio people who are listening to this. are going to be like, they only took one shot, right? (laughs) No, I just think that we should have an Ohio shaped beach in the middle of the country. I think that that would, that would draw tourism. Um, so anyway, Kayla,
0: what was your rose and thorn of the week? Oh my God. Before we get started about that. I would have prepped a better answer. Um, The rose of my week is um, the weather is finally cooling down here. So I've been able to wear some, some fall fits, which is nice. I like that
1: the thorn last week was that the weather's cooling down. And this week is the rose.
0: You know what? I'm all about embracing the season that you're in. (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. And enjoying it. Um, and so that's nice. I like the the fall fit. But I think everybody, even if you're a fall person, I feel like everybody kind of gets that summertime sadness, like at the end where you're yeah. like, I think it's kind of just like ingrained in us from the time that we were a school. kid that yeah. fall meant that like school was starting and summer was over and you get that like yeah. end of summer feeling in your stomach. But then once I'm in fall, I'm, I embrace it. It's um, also like we, a weird part of adulthood that like, I can just like go to the beach
1: any time of year. Like, yeah. Like, I, can just I don't go. know why. My brain still tells me like, no, no, like it's not summer anymore. You got to wait till June to go. I'm like, I'm literally going like three times in the next year already planned. I'm like, I don't know why my brain, it's so ingrained in us. We're so broken. But anyway.
0: um, Yeah. So that's my rose is that the weather's changing. It's getting nicer out. And also like um, the fall, there's a lot of like fun weddings. I'm going to events. My fall is pretty jam packed, which I'm excited about. Uh, so that's good. And then my thorn is that, um, oh, my dog has been having some stomach issues. If I have any veterinarians that listen to this podcast, please reach out to me. Um, yeah, he's having some belly issues. Had to take him to the vet yesterday. He's a sensitive soul Mm -hmm. and, um, that's my baby. So I'm obviously going to tend to his every, every need. Um,
1: obviously
0: and he's just a needy boy he has a lot of needs and so no. if I have any vets that listen to this damn oh, okay. me
1: my I was about to say my
0: number I was about to recite my, my ex- phone number ex- literally
1: my ex boyfriend's <laughs> aunt is a vet would hit her up um, I know
0: all your exes and no, it's
1: a, it's not even an ex. It's my middle school ex. You know him, we're friends with him. I just like
0: referring to him as my ex for jokes. oh any excuse to contact him. I, know, <laughs> I love, I know them. I totally
1: agree. No, he's the best. Um, anyway, these days he's my cat sitter. So I don't know why I would say he's my ex. Like he's not, he, he like watches my cat when I'm out of town. Well, we <laughs> so dated like, in sixth grade. We have a, we have a great relationship. Um, well, that's, you guys think you're going to get married. That's a bummer. No, but I do expect to be one of the groomsmen in his wedding um, with our with our cats there in attendance. Oh my God. Um, the cat of honor. Um, my rose is that I had my friends from Kentucky in town this week, which was really fun. Saw that, um, loved that. love that for me. It was very fun to see them, even though I was exhausted all week, which was like my thorn. I was exhausted all week because the girl that I work with, who's the other assistant, that I work with left this week, left the company. So I have been pulling a lot of weight.
0: <laughs> also, wait, and were they for her to were, your,
1: replaced. were your
0: Kentucky friends there for the whole
1: week? No, they were there for. They got in Monday, here all day Tuesday, left Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay. So I got to see them on Monday night and Tuesday night. Um, but I'm seeing them next week anyway because I'm going to Kentucky and Cincinnati for a wedding. So it was like a short visit, but I was like, okay, well, we'll see you soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it was super fun to see them. So it was great to see them. I got to go to the fashion show that my friend was in, um, and chill out and drink and have, have fun. And then the thorn was that I was tired and work is stressful. Same thorn as last week.
0: Um, I just <laughs> knocked my microphone over here. I'm so sorry, um,
1: but yeah, same thorn different week, but that's okay. Also another Rose, the season's over.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Thank God. I just like, all right, let's get into it. So um, let's
1: start it off.
0: So we kick off the episode. There's basically gonna be three talking points over the course of this episode. One is gonna be at the shit show with Tino. Two is gonna be like happy for Gabby and Eric, but also like, okay. why didn't we address the blackface at all? It was very, um, it was giving when Becca and Garrett got engaged and he had just had a very similar controversy and they just kind of glazed over it because he won. Which we're going to get
1: into the Becca Kufrin of it all, because I am fascinated by the discourse.
0: So let's start Tino, um, which is probably going to be the bulk of the episode. Um, So we started off, we, he's like, we're going to play each of the couple's kind of like proposal things separate. Uh, So we go through basically all of Rachel first, and then we get to Gabby Um, and Rachel. We see um, them get engaged. This is the happiest day of their lives. I also
1: want to say, we see her tell Tino that he's the only one there. Yeah. And he gives no reaction. Like, he's just yeah. sitting there. And I was like, weird. And someone pointed out, and I 100% agree. I think it was on Twitter or TikTok or fucking something. Um, they were like, he had no reaction. And someone replied, and they were like, it was all about the competition for him. Like, he didn't want to be the only one left. He just wanted to be doing better than the other guys. So now that there's no other guys, he's like, oh.
0: No, he wanted (laughs) to make it all the way to the end and be the person she chose on proposal day.
1: Yeah, or not be the person she chose and get to have a public heartbreak and be the bachelor. Right. To be honest. Like, I just think he wanted the contest and then the contest was obviously gone. And then he was like, oh. (laughs)
0: Which Kayla
1: and I said last week, it's so boring <laughs> when you know who's left. Right. But that's and as a viewer, it's boring. Like as the person, that should you feel should be amazing. Thrilled. Right. Yeah. That, should, that should feel really fucking good to be like, I'm the only one left. Um. So he gives no reaction, which is like, I mean, pretty much everyone knows what happens because it was all spoiled, but we were like, okay. And then yeah, they get engaged.
0: And it's the happiest day of their lives. He gives the most lackluster proposal speech I've ever heard in my life. Um. And then they're like, this is a fairy tale. This is the best thing ever. And, um, they, so they get engaged and then it cuts back to Jesse and he's like, so Rachel, based on your facial expressions, watching that, it seems like this isn't the end of your story with Tino. We go to commercial, we come back and now I might be controversial here. I am in no way. So basically what happens is they're together, but they're experiencing a lot of issues, allegedly Rachel says she's going to return the ring. Rachel denies that, but allegedly she says she's going to give him the ring back. And Tino goes out to a bar. He reconnects with a girl that he had previously been talking to. And they kiss once according to Tino. And that is what makes him realize that he wants to be with Rachel and He he gets together with her for a happy couple weekend, doesn't tell her the entire weekend, and then calls her after and tells her. And when he tells her and she gets mad, he proceeds to say that he wishes he had never told her because it was such a small thing to him. And she's so upset about it that it would have just been easier if he had not told her. So that's basically the gist of what happens. Witty it. But continue. Yeah. Now this is where I'm going to be controversial. Tino's obviously wrong. He he kissed another woman. But here's the here's the thing where I'm gonna be a little controversial. It goes back to the Ross and Rachel were on a break. It always comes back to Ross and Rachel are on a break. We were on a break. The discrepancy between Rachel and Tino here is that Tino says they were on a break. Rachel says that they were not. She says we never broke up. I'm of course inclined to believe Rachel because Tino seems like a sociopath, but in the event that they were on a break. Like when I was watching yeah. Friends, Ross is right. They were on a break. Yeah, like you no. literally said, I want time and space away from you. We're not dating right now, and he yeah. had sex with someone else. And like, I it was it a great move if you want to get back together with Rachel? No. No. But did you technically cheat? No. And right. so, and also, I say this as someone who'd be obviously very upset if my boyfriend kissed another woman, and I would have, of, of course, deemed that as cheating. <laughs> yeah. But Ben's not even allowed to breathe near other women. But that being said,
1: no, Kayla and I send voice notes to each other when women like flirt with our boyfriends. And so we're like, yes, yeah. little bitch. So <laughs> like,
0: I am in no way saying that what he did was fine. That being said, the way Rachel was talking about it made it sound like he was having a full affair with somebody else. Yeah. And Her reaction
1: was, like, what I would have thought Gabby's reaction would be to Eric. Right. <laughs> like, and, like, even I mean, even less
0: so. But, like, I, I just think, like,
1: she was doing the most. Yeah. 100% the most. Constantly. Well, because,
0: I, I, this is my theory on it. Again, I'm in no way defending Tino. I think it was a fucked up thing to do. A spe- it, it's a fucked up thing to do in any relationship. But especially when you know you're about to film a live finale where you talk about your relationship. Like, do this after. Um Yeah. But uh-uh. I mean, again, in no way defending Tino. But that being said, I think if giving Tino the benefit of the doubt that maybe they were on a break because it does kind of seem like Rachel's lying a little bit to make herself look better. Which again, I I I'm not saying I don't believe what, her or anything like that. But what I will say about the taking the ring off thing is, I
1: tr- actually do believe that she was like, if we go back to dating, I'm taking the ring off. Yeah, And I think, I, do, I, cause I think Tino is <laughs> the worst, but also yeah, no, same. Same. I think, so like, I actually do believe her that like, she said it, maybe she didn't say it in the best way, but like, I believe that the intention was not, I'm taking this fucking ring off. We're on a break. I, be, I do believe her that the intention was if, because she, as we said last week, she, this, she only cares about engagement. Like she, yeah. Broke up with Aiden cause she cares about engagement. So for her, the thing was, if we're going to just go back to dating and be, like, dating, then I'm not going to the wear the ring because then we're not engaged. It's not the same thing to me. It's a, you know, it's a symbol of something, right? Yeah. So I do believe that that's what she said. That being said, like, and this is not defending Tino, but men are fucking stupid and they hear what they want to hear. And so- well, it's literally Ross and Rachel. Right. It's like he heard, like, yeah. I, I, I'm sure heard what he wanted to hear. Not even what he wanted to hear, but what he- um, assumed you know what he heard yeah and so yeah maybe to him they were on a break and to her they weren't and that's where the onus of this whole fucking problem is and that's why the whole you know an hour of this first of all why was this episode three hours but anyway yeah i guess my hour of this was this and it was like you guys just fundamentally disagree on like where you were at in your relationship
0: i guess my point in in saying that i might be controversial here is like if, if it's true that they were on a break or even if that's just how Tino interpreted it yeah. and he goes out to the bar and kisses someone, he didn't have sex with them. He wasn't having an affair. He kissed someone at a bar while he believed they were on a break. Is it a fucked up thing to do a hundred percent? It's it's Ross and Rachel. Like it's not a great move if you want to get back together, yeah. but I think Rachel saying he cheated is a is a bit of a strong statement if if they if, were on a break if they were on a break if they were if she's right and that's not what they said at all, then it's cheating. but but I I yeah. have to believe Rachel because, I like Rachel a lot, but we've discussed this over the course of the season. Rachel is also very image conscious. Yeah. Like when she was talking about Tino, like, oh, oh he only cares how he looks on after the final rose, which is true. Like he's also very image conscious. But, which is weird for the haircut he has. But anyway. Right. Which is weird for his like scraggly pubic his, hair like, mustache. But entire, <laughs> his
1: entire vibe. I was like. Okay. Um. Did you know you were going to be on TV
0: or? <laughs> like... But like, did you notice how when they were having their weird conversation, confrontation about it, and he would say things that she said, and she would just kind of drop her jaw and she kind of stammered a little bit and then be like, that's not true, Tino. You know, that's not true. But she couldn't actually say why it wasn't true. Yeah. I'm like, I think there were parts of it that he was lying. And I think there were parts of it that she was lying because I think they're both very image conscious yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't.
1: I think it's it's like unreliable narrator to right. Neither street. of them are Like reliable. it's like right. It's like and it's not. It's not that I l- dislike both of them. I like Rachel a lot more. Me than too. Like Tina Yeah. It's just that I don't know. And she's the Bachelorette. Like she has like not only an image to uphold, but like sh- this was a really as they said on the show, it was a hard time for her because she had yeah. to uphold a contract. She had to continue doing press for the, all this shit while knowing that all of this happened. <laughs> like right. I think that like. You know, it's not to say it's like, okay, to just be like,
0: I'd be lying, lying,
1: but like (laughs) just spreading misinformation. But yeah, I do understand more. I think Tino is just like selfish.
0: Oh, Tino just fucked up and he's He's trying to cover
1: it. And I think she is like, I have to cover my fucking ass. And I'm
0: like. Right. Yeah, I think he, I think their dishonesty is coming from different places. I think Tino is yeah. just selfish and doesn't want to look like a bad guy. Yeah. Versus Rachel is like, no, I'm the bachelorette. I have an image to uphold. And that's right. why I'm lying and a little bit. And she's easily
1: embarrassed. And she doesn't. You know, like, right. So, yeah. No, I think.
0: It was like, am I wrong though? Like, is that a controversial take?
1: Not at all. It's not controversial at all. If they were on a break, what Tino did is not cheating. It's like probably shitty. Like it feels shitty. No, but like, it's not like cheating. But if they weren't on a break, then like Rachel's right. Uh, My biggest problem with all of this is like, they were just talking in circles. And so they had the same conversation. Neither of them was
0: making a point. No,
1: they had the same conversation in the Airbnb that they had on, on stage. And like, yeah. And, you know, was like being weird as fuck. He's At a Airbnb. weird guy. Why did he keep leaving? Why was he? Who did calling he call? Someone. Yeah, like what? He's Who like I had to call. I had to talk to someone. Call? Go back inside. Why was his, his shirt his on shirt unbuttoned? I like I like I do think he was just trying to get the mic off. But I was like, this is so weird. Like you're like
0: like what, Are you okay? Like and also like it was giving like. I say this as a formerly manipulative, vindictive bitch. (laughs) It was giving, I'm in a fight with my partner, so I'm going to go call another person. Like, another, like, girl or, like, partner. Like, it, like, not in my current relationship, which is very healthy and happy, but in previous relationships where it was very toxic and unhealthy, like, when I would get into fights with a partner or like he would get into a fight. like we would contact other people that we were like interested in and like that's not something I'm proud of but it's like that's what it was no. giving you no, know like it, oh yeah.
1: and the way he because he wouldn't tell her that. who
0: he was calling
1: no and I don't want to say this in any sort of like dera- it seemed like he was like coked up like honest to god yeah. I was like yeah what <laughs> and like if you are like go with god my king but maybe not right before you're gonna talk to this girl that you're like breaking up like on the (laughs) outs with no like like, like, in front of cameras like you could do that whenever you want you know recreationally but like maybe not here was the time it just was very weird i was like have you ever like he okay
0: this is like a weird tangent and like please fbi like if you're listening like i like Ignore, ignore this ignore like this is not for you but like do you ever realize like when you're in high school it was like realizing people drank that you didn't know drank and that was like so controversial. Yes. And then like the beginning of college it was like oh they smoke weed and like you didn't know they smoked weed. And right. then like by the time you're a full-fledged adult and you're so jaded it's basically just like finding out how many people you know do coke. Oh my god, so many. And it's and like, like so normal <laughs> and like in front of you.
1: And then like <laughs> like like I had a friend um who was like come to the bathroom with me. Like let's go pee at a bar and right. I was like oh my god, yeah, yeah. doing coke
0: in front of me. I was yeah. like what?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like- and and it's just like the scale just keeps getting moved up yeah, of things that really we're surprised does. people do, and and um, we
1: and I say that too, like and I think you're similar, like fairly innocent
0: people throughout yeah. most of our lives. Yeah, like we did. We came from a very privileged community, right? And,
1: yeah, but we came from a privileged community, meaning like a lot of people did that shit because like their parents just like were left wealthy. It yeah so like I never like really I didn't drink and like I didn't smoke and so then when I would find out people did I was like <gasps> like scandal um that's how I felt watching Tino I was like are you on drugs <laughs>
0: like, I no like,
1: he definitely like, seemed like he probably uh-uh, uh-uh. wasn't and he was probably just flustered but also when she said something and he was like okay I'm not gonna panic and he was like talking himself off the ledge and it was so weirdly like scripted I was well, like
0: what's going on? This like is it was thing. so
1: weird. As was an so-
0: advocate of therapy and of healthy yeah. confrontation and all those types of things I support when people are in conversations yeah. that are intense and they need a moment to step away and collect themselves and come back. I support that. Totally. What I don't support is when it's clearly being used as a tactic to like like, it felt manipulative when it he was doing it. It was, like, pointed it. because it felt so
1: scripted. It didn't actually right. feel like, I'm going to panic, so I need a moment. I, it felt like, I don't want to answer to you, and I want to seem like I'm mature, so I'm going to, like, take a moment, quote-unquote. But it was actually just, like... The same thing with the journal, dude. Like, I'm all for oh my journaling. God. Oh, my God. But writing it like, down, if my boyfriend, every time we fought, Wrote, wrote down what you down said. the shit I said I would be like that's so manipulative you... that's something that like that like honestly that I would do in like an abusive relationship I'm sure right but, like that's not what was ha- like he was just writing shit down so that when the cameras were on them he could be like you, you said this <laughs> like, and it
0: also what? like I think it would be different if he was like as you know like I journal and like whatever yeah. and he could say like this is what I wrote in my journal after we fought. And it could be his interpretation of the events or whatever. That wouldn't feel manipulative to me. But the the fact that he was was literally sitting there writing quotes of what she said. It was like like
1: a cop's notepad. Like, I was like, brother, like, come on. Like, be a little, I'm asking
0: you to be a little bit serious right now. Like, be fucking for real. (laughs) But also, Um, like, I, again, I don't like Tino. I don't defend Tino. I don't claim Tino. But the, the, my critique of Rachel in this situation is the, the time that I do think she was flubbing a little bit was when he was like, I asked if you'd be interested in going to therapy with me. You said, no, you weren't going. And I, and you she, you could see the wheels turning in her brain of her like backpedaling. And it it's like, she has been very openly an advocate of therapy. I'm not saying she doesn't believe in therapy or anything like that, but it's like, Rachel, homegirl, it very much does seem like you were done with this relationship like, whether you guys said you were on a break or not, it does seem like you were done with this relationship at the point he cheated on you, allegedly. Right. And it's like, at this point, just say, I didn't want to go to therapy with you because I didn't see this going anywhere long term. Right. Just be honest. And that's, like, that's
1: how I feel he felt, too. If you're going to keep a journal of the incriminating things your partner says, you don't want to be you're with You're done. Them. You're done. You don't want to be you with know? them. If yeah. I did that, I I sure fire sure fucking fire way to tell i don't want to be with my boyfriend like like, i I would never do that unless i were in some of the relationships i've been with before it been in before in which case yeah i probably would have done that with some of my exes like because i didn't want to be with them
0: would never pick me as the bachelorette for many reasons um the first of which being that i'm a size 10 but the second of all being that i would literally get on this show (laughs) got her on that one That's 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 the first and most obvious reason. It's so fucking stupid. (laughs) Like it would be it would be aided by the fact that I'm white. Like that would be like a a check in their book, but like I am a size 10, so like they wouldn't pick me. But the next reason that they wouldn't pick me would be because my ass would get on the show and say, I'm not getting engaged. Like I I intend to leave this show with a boyfriend. Because (sighs) this is the thing, it's like so much pressure is put on even gabby fell victim to it she was like i want to leave here engaged like and i i get it to an extent it's like don't don't settle like if you want something you want something and i and i get that to an extent but also it's fucking deranged it's to get engaged crazy. to someone that
1: you've known Do you for know, like
0: eight weeks like, So,
1: someone posted on tiktok today or in the last few days since the finale like a video of rachel Lindsay talking to peter Krause. Yeah. um in one of actually proof that she was one of our best bachelorettes ever because she's like, I do want to leave here engaged. I don't just want a boyfriend. If I wanted a boyfriend, I would not be here. I would be getting a boyfriend. What engagement meant for her is so different than what I feel like it means to other people. I don't even think that necessarily people think about what engagement means to them at this point in this show. I think that anybody who's the bachelor or bachelorette is like, I want to get engaged, has not put a single brain cell because they don't know what that means to them
0: the bachelorette that didn't get engaged right and it's like
1: Rachel was very clear engaged yeah Rachel you can and also like who cares no one's gonna beat your ass but Rachel (laughs) was like I do want to get engaged but what that means for me is that we're like starting our journey towards like being married it's not like (sighs) I'm so overexposed right now oh my god you look amazing it's (laughs) not like It's not like we're getting engaged so that we can get married in two months. It's like we're getting engaged so that we can start all of this shit, which is what I believe is like, if you're going to have to get engaged, it's like, yes, correct. That's the exact way
0: that you should be feeling.
1: (laughs) And also I feel
0: like JoJo and Jordan treated it very similarly. Agreed, like this agreed. is the start. And and both Rachel and JoJo kind of got mocked for having such long engagements. And it's like, no, those are two couples from Bachelor Nation that I know will be together forever. Yeah. They're and still like, together now. Like, And they got married. It, JoJo and Jordan, their season aired in 2016 and they just got married this year. And when you think about it, it's like 2016 to now they met. So it's... I, I have a master's degree, but I can't do basic math. So that's six years later, I yeah. got married. That's not that weird in the real world. You met someone six years ago. You dated for like three years. You got engaged for a year and a half. You like, yeah, it's not that weird. And like most people we know
1: if they get engaged, I'm like, oh, they've been dating for a good three to five years. So yeah. Right. Like, and like,
0: we're from the Northeast. So people are like, they've been yeah. dating <laughs> for 15 years and they just got engaged. It's like 10. Yeah. It's so crazy. but.
1: Like, you know, and even my college friends though, you know, like, they're like, we dated for a long time for like, it just, it's, it's normal. And I feel like it used to be treated like the engagement was important, but not like because engagement was like marriage, we're getting married, you know, in three days, it was like, engagement is the start of this. I just, what it used to be was I want to meet my person and like, I, d- it ultimately does come down to, I just want to date them. But like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't fucking say that, but you want to date them knowing you're going to marry them, which right. is where like Rachel which really missed out on Aiden.
0: literally what Avon said,
1: <laughs> literally missed out on Avon but that's how we used to just like operate. Right. Like the engagement right. was important, but it was like with the understanding that you were going to be engaged for like five years. <laughs> like, yeah. Now it's like, I want to be engaged. And it's like, why nobody has a reason. Like nobody. everyone Everyone's just like, cause, and that's, that's where they lose us. And that's why none of these fucking couples last.
0: Right. Um, so anyways, that's Rachel and Tino. They're very much broken up. Um, mess. mess. And again, I, I'm much more of a Rachel fan than a Tino fan, but I would be remiss if I did not mention that Rachel is also very image conscious. And I yeah. think that there was some, some, smoothing over on rachel's end of the events to cover her own ass yeah um and again i think tino sucks i've thought tino sucked this whole time but yeah i do think it felt like the lesser
1: degree of the katie and greg conference right like like you guys are just talking in circles We're both right. wrong. you're both right you're like, both being drama and like i like rachel a lot more than i like right. <laughs> at this point but like you're talking in circles you're not saying anything of substance both of you are wrong kind of in your own ways yeah but like just let it go and then this this was mean to tino people were more mad about it online than i think they should have been because who cares but avon comes out while tino's on stage and it's so awkward obviously and avon's like do you want to go catch up and it's like first of all avon comes out looks like a kid that just threw up at midnight and is waking his parents up <laughs> Like standing there, like I float up. <laughs> like, like it almost, I almost thought he was gonna be like Jesse, I float up backstage. Can you go queen that? <laughs> like, but no, no, he just wants to catch up with Rachel, which Avon is the one 10 out of 10, great man, For but. Me. Like even Rachel said in an interview, I think yesterday that like Avon didn't know he was going to be coming out when Tino was still on stage, and he felt bad about it. Like that was very clearly a producer thing where they were like, More "Yeah, drama," but it was so awkward. And like bless Jesse, but he was like so awkward about it because he's like, "That was weird." Okay, Tino, like let's get out. Of
0: here. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: <laughs> like it was so awkward for all parties, and I I felt bad. Yeah, honest to God for everyone on stage like i felt bad for rachel because i felt like she should have been able to have a moment with avon that didn't involve tino i felt like tino piece of shit that he is should have just been off the fucking stage who cares and i felt bad for avon because i was like they're like making you do this and it's weird like and i felt bad for jesse because he was just a bystander and he didn't know what to do (laughs) i feel like jesse was probably in on it I'm sure he was, but it didn't make it like less weird when well, it less actually weird, happened. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like, they have rehearsals for these things. I'm sure he knew that that was like the order of events or whatever, Yeah, but it doesn't make it less weird when Avon shows up and you're like, Ooh, like, <laughs> like it just, it was very weird. And like, I don't really, I'm not really in the business of like feeling bad for Tino, but I was like, that is- made me feel uncomfortable like it's also like again and it's kind of a weird reflection of avon who had nothing to do with the planning of it and like i'm like avon's a good guy he would never do that like it just didn't make sense right um
0: it it always comes back to blake courtsman but when he talks about like the paradise afr and like Mental, all or whatever, because he's been very vocal. And do I think Blake Hortzman was right to release Kalen's drunk text? No, I no. will always stand by that. That being said, he has brought up several times since his last season aired that he was like, Why can everybody else air text messages and I can't? And it's true. Like, there's been several seasons since then where people have exposed text messages, they don't get any repercussions for it. In fact, the show kind of celebrates it. And I think last night's AFR was, like, a good example of, like, if they wanted to give Tino a more favorable edit, they could have. Yeah. And they very much chose to villainize him. And, again, do I think he deserves it? Yeah. But do I think he deserved to be sitting on stage while even came out? Like, it was so fucking uncomfortable for everyone. Like, no, I don't no. think he deserved that. I think he kissed someone. I think he's a douche. I, don't I think, think he, he didn't have
1: and the thing is too even if he hadn't kissed someone
0: i would still think he sucks like
1: right. it's like right. the reason that i don't feel as bad for tino is not because he like kissed someone i mean i think that that's like shitty but i'm like i never liked you bitch like, i don't right. i don't fucking like you right. so i don't like sympathize with him because i'm like well up until this point he was so perfect like i <laughs> Like, right he right. sucked he sucked then Ethan said it weeks ago he's a baby back bitch like he, <laughs> he sucks a baby back bitch. so death, kissing- death to the baby back bitch yeah um so it's like I don't like you to begin with but like it was just weird and I felt right. bad mostly honestly felt mostly bad for Aven because I was yeah. like I don't feel that that's a reflection it's of not like something Aven. he would have done no yeah ever um and I felt bad for Rachel too, just because, I mean, she was like clearly happy and I was like, yeah, I mean, go get it girl, but also like, like, so hot, go get it. Yeah. But also I was like, and I'm, I mean, there is kind of a vindication in like getting asked out, like in front of your ex. Like, I'm sure that that felt like, Ooh, <laughs> like, I'm still so hot. I so got it. So like, whatever, but very weird. Did not like,
0: but also bye Tino, but also <laughs> See ya. Like, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but when this happened with Hannah Brown and Tyler C. And Tyler C. was like, she was like, do you want to go get a drink? It was a nothing burger. Nothing. It was very much like, I think they had sex once. Like, people saw Tyler Cameron coming out of her apartment. And everyone was like, Ugh! Like, and then they, like, quarantined together for a bit. And there was speculation. But, like. Like, they didn't touch each other. She said it in her book. Like yeah, they it's ultimately, didn't touch each
1: other. like, literally nothing. So it was like, oh.
0: And okay. I was like, I feel like Avon was probably, and I'm sure Rachel's in on it, but I'm sure it was probably a little bit producer-prompted in the sense of, like, we don't want have to have this season look like a failure, yeah. you know? Um yeah would I be thrilled if they were together oh yeah, yeah of course but I just I'm, I'm but it's like no. Hannah Brown and Tyler it's
1: so Hannah Brown and we'll get to the why yeah. it's so Hannah Brown also even more <laughs> like, Yeah, everything about it was like oh I God. think I've seen this oh film, film before, before. <laughs> and, I <did laughs> and I didn't like, it ending. like the ending
0: <laughs> um so, so that's let's talk about Gabby a little by, bit by,
1: yeah so let's get into Gabby so
0: talk about your girl
1: Let's talk about my girl. I love her till the day I die. Okay. Till the day I stop breathing. But
0: <laughs> she's making they, some choices. She's
1: making definitely some choices. They're definitely being seen and heard. So then we go to Gabby and we're showing Gabby's whole engagement to Eric. No fucking surprise. They get engaged. It's honestly like cute, right? Like yeah. it's like these two people laugh a lot together. It's like very like this is what makes me sad is I'm like. I like them this is, together. Right. It's like clearly someone that Gabby like could be with. Yeah. I just think in light of recent events it's like is that the choice, you know? And I say this as someone who dated someone who very like was very politically like averse to like what I was like believed in. So it's like Yeah. And I don't know I don't know Eric's politics. That's not I'm like implying things, but based on recent events it seems like maybe a similar thing. Um so it's like in general, like, yeah, I do think they're compatible. They have a really cute proposal. Like, they scream at all the birds around. Like, it's cute. And then they get to AFR, and Jesse's like, How's it going now? And she's like, You know, let's like bring Eric out. She's like, We've definitely had conversations, whatever, da da da. But it's like very much, we've had conversations, but like, we're together. So it's fine. He comes out, they like make out. They're like, We're so happy we can be public. DDD. He comes out, they don't ask him about the blackface at all, which is the bigger, I mean, that's, you know, racism. So that's like the bigger of the two, of the two bombs, but they do ask him about the girlfriend that he had before coming on the show to which he's basically like, we dated for like a few weeks and it moved really fast, which that girl did say in- her thing when she like released all of this yeah but he was like I what I did to her was really wrong and like I do regret it and I shouldn't have done it but like I didn't you know and I didn't think it was gonna be real but it's real and like I love Gabby and so basically gets off like scot-free essentially nothing addressed and Gabby is like I I don't know if she said this on after the final rose or if it was in like her like GMA I don't even remember but she did interviews they did interviews the next day and it was like yeah we definitely still have a lot to talk about and like all this stuff. So I don't, I don't, I don't think Gabby's like letting him off necessarily, but it's like very clear that like they're together, they're together and there's no like hesitation. And the thing with the blackface is like, of course, it's so fucking wrong. And it offended so many people that it's like, we're not like, I mean, I can't, I can't speak on this. I'm white. I can't speak on this, but at least what I'm seeing from black people that are talking about it, black bachelor fans that are talking about it is the least they could have done is address it to show they care about it and make him apologize on TV.
0: Like, because I think it's, you know, again, as two white women, we don't have, I'm not uh, like, it's not my business to forgive. So I don't right. forgive
1: him. And I'm going to sit here and not forgive him.
0: Like, <laughs> I'm going to be like, the, icky. I, I think, think icky. you know, Rachel Connell having gone through a similar scandal attending like her plantation party and like whatever Rachel, they very much addressed it on the show. And maybe it's because the lead was black. And so it felt like a more prevalent issue. It shouldn't, but it, at the time it did. And it's like, Rachel, I think the reason Rachel, and again, I cannot speak for Black Bachelor fans, but from my understanding of it, I think the reason people have been more welcoming and accepting of Rachel and Matt's current relationship is because Rachel got on AFR and apologized. Rachel is very vocal and, on her Instagram stories about her advocacy work and all of the work she's done. And I feel like Rachel is one of those people. Again, it's not my business to say if this is genuine bro- or not. They but, also broke up. They broke up. Right. Like, like, yeah, but also, Rachel, what I respect about Rachel, and again, it's not my business to say whether this is too much or too little or whatever, but as a fellow white person looking at her social media presence, what I respect about Rachel is I feel like she makes it clear the work that she's done and continues to do without making it feel performative. Yeah. And I think that's why Rachel in general has kind of remained accepted in the Bachelor Nation community. And I think actually Rachel, again, I can't speak to the people that she offended and all of that sort of stuff, but from purely a P- PR perspective, Rachel handled it the best someone could have handled it. She got on stage, she fell on the sword, she apologized. She has been very open about the advocacy work she's doing and and all of this kind of stuff. And so from a PR perspective, Rachel did the right thing. Yeah, Eric, it's like, he posted you know, there, one
1: Instagram, and and before he posted the Instagram apology, he was like just blocking and deleting comments from people uh-huh. that were asking about it. Like Rachel it, never did that, never did that. She took it, and when people defended Rachel, again, all of this is like in a very weird perspective of like this is not us being like Rachel's perfect, <laughs> right? 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 Absolutely <laughs> not, but I, she was very. We, are, up, up, but we like, are not, and we are not in a position to say that. But yeah. it is like she was, you know when people would defend her, she would say, no, this person is right. That is the person that's criticizing me is right to do so. And Eric had the approach of like, anyone criticizing me is getting deleted. Yeah. And then made the posts that he made that was, you know, an apology, but it was like, also, I think we forget that Instagram is its own bubble of bachelor nation where like people that watch the show (laughs) Don't fucking know that this shit is right. going on. So it's like, no, because then you get all these people that don't know this shit is going on that are like, they're so perfect
0: and beautiful together. <laughs> right. It's like the 50 no, year old like, mom in Minnesota right. is like, you're an it's amazing like, couple.
1: It's like, answer for your shit. And, and this
0: franchise should make him answer for it. Like, it's just, well, it's like also just like be a good fucking person. Like, if you're sitting there, if you're Eric and you're sitting there on AFR and they're not asking you the question, he could Say have it. said, he could have said, Jesse, I'd like to take this moment to issue an apology. Like, yeah. Like it is also on you. And totally, totally. And I would have had so much more respect for it, both the franchise and him. If they had either asked him the question, because it's like, we were talking about Becca Kufrin and, and Garrett. Oh,
1: Yeah. I want to get into this. Actually. And but so yes.
0: Garrett, for those of you guys, who maybe are more recent fans of the show. Becca Kufrin got engaged on the show to Garrett. Can't pronounce his last Nobody's name. Nobody's like, ever been able to. You're or something. It's like Russian. He
1: also like literally doesn't matter now. Like all he does is like hunt geese. Like, okay, congrats. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rock on. Brother. Um, so. so she gets engaged to Garrett while the show was airing. Very similar situation to Gabby. All of this stuff starts surfacing on the internet about Garrett liking um, extremely racist, transphobic, homophobic Instagram posts, tweets, the whole nine. Everything. And they were engaged and they got on the show and he was asked about it. So that's, you know, improvement from what Something. we saw the other night. Yeah. Um. But they asked him about it and he issued a very like publicist response and, you know, whatever. And, and Becca was like, you know, we're working on it. Like we're working on educating and like doing all that kind of stuff. Cause Becca Kufrin is very liberal. Yeah. Um. And, and, and they did end up breaking up and, and Becca cited their differences on these things as the reason that they broke up. But it's like, yeah, okay. So you take it away. Talk about your so, thoughts sorry. about Sorry, I just, I just, it it's, all. It's, I'm like I had to itching. give the backstory.
1: So, yeah. No, no, no. I appreciate it so much because it's yeah. important. Because so many people were like, "Why did they pick three bachelorettes whose engagements didn't work out?" And I was like, "I actually think that that was pointed." Yeah. Because Becca becca's advice to gabby at this point rachel is canoodling with (laughs) avon backstage so it's just gabby not listening and, and becca gives advice and she said she says very clearly make sure your like ideals align she was like make sure that what you believe aligns right and like that's fucking pointed as hell Good for you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, tell her, because again, this is coming from like a huge Gabby fan, but this was so disappointing to me because I was like, listen, it's rough out there. Straight men are a nightmare. A lot of them are conservative. A lot of them are believe things that, you know, just go against human rights. Yeah. Which is horrible. Doesn't make it okay. Not saying, yeah, so many men believe that. So crazy and fun. It's not, it sucks. It's terrible, but yeah, men are easy to trick. And so they are indoctrinated with this belief that like, they are now being oppressed in the Mm -hmm. world we live in today, which is not fucking true, but again, they're stupid. So they're easier to trick, which is something I would believe Gabby could see through, but you know, who knows, but yeah. You know, people were complaining. They're like, why would they have three bachelorettes whose engagements didn't work out? Caitlin Bristow is engaged to someone from Bachelor Nation now, very happily. Right. Um, Becca Kufrin is also engaged now to someone from Bachelor Nation very happily. Yeah. And went through a very similar experience to what Gabby is experiencing. And Michelle is the most recent bachelorette who has gone through a breakup. That's true. But I think that that also offers a great perspective on what can happen after this show. So people were critical and I was like, that's fucked up because Becca Kufrin like the other two, I'm, I'm happy that all three of them were there, but Becca Kufrin alone will give the best fucking advice on this situation because she literally lived it. And she stayed engaged to Garrett for a long time.
0: And you know what I have to say about Becca Kufrin. I've always been a Becca Kufrin fan when her season aired, people claimed that it was boring and like, whatever. I've always been a Becca Kufrin fan. And I think Becca Kufrin is a very good example of someone not using their upbringing and where they're from and stuff like that as an excuse for being ignorant, because she is from Minnesota, she's from the Midwest. She and again, I I live in the Midwest. I love the Midwest, but there's a lot of fucking ignorant people in the Midwest. And I, what I love about Becca is she was engaged to Garrett, and on AFR we kind of saw her not apologizing for him, but being like, "We're working on it," you know, whatever. And then 2020 hits, she's hosting Bachelor Happy Hour with Rachel Lindsay, and George Floyd is murdered, and they do a podcast episode about it, and she is still with Garrett at this time, and she's participating in these conversations with Rachel Lindsay, and that bitch just had a fucking wake-up call and was like, what am I doing like staying with someone like i'm talking with my friend rachel who and i i know fundamentally i agree with her on everything she's saying and i support her but my choices in my relationship don't reflect that and And like garrett is posting pro police shit at
1: this point yes which is why this comes up because rachel is like he's a piece of shit becca right on the air (laughs) like she's on on air and they published it like they were like because rachel was like he is And she was right 100%. But Becca
0: had to reckon with like the fact that she was just ignoring. And I feel like Becca has been very open since then about, and this is what I respect about Becca. She was one of those people that probably when the scandal first broke with Garrett, when her season aired, it was probably like, oh, I'm just not very political. I'm not very whatever. I'm from the Midwest. I'm like this, that, and the other thing. And like now I feel like she has just really embraced. Yeah educating herself and like, and like not using that as like an excuse for not being informed. And I just feel like she really sets a good example for a lot of white women in this country who find themselves in similar situations of like, I'm just not very political, like blah, 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 blah. Like Becca Kufrin is the perfect example of like what you should do if you find yeah. yourself in that position. Well,
1: you know, get political. Cause it's like, right. that's our privilege is to not be political. Right. Like right. it's like, are as white women we could go through our whole lives without being political and what a fucking tragedy that would be because we right. would be just paying attention to only things that affect us we would be ignoring like the suffering and the, the hardship of, of so many people so like oh i adore her and yeah. and at this point too if thomas pulled that shit she'd be like see ya out <laughs> she Yeah, get out of our shared home she was like i've been engaged three times and i'll do it a fourth she's like i don't give a
0: fuck so like i it nothing made more sense to me than becca being there like i just respect her a lot and i think that gabby you know i I, erring on the side of benefit of the doubt i hope that eric is not a garrett and i hope that what happened with eric in high school is not a reflection of the person he currently is but I do think that he was mistaken to not address it because it very much makes it seem like he is the person he was in high school and he's just trying to glaze over it so I hope I'm wrong I hope that things work out and that he's different and that they're great but if they don't and they break up I hope that Gabby takes the Becca Kufrin route.
1: Me too. And I hope that they're. I hope that she and Becca are able to have like a real conversation off air, just like privately. Um, that's like, you know, just about all this. Cause like I do, I just do. I mean, I, it's, when it happened to Becca, it sucked. Not because like Garrett sucked. I was like, break up with him, break up with him. (laughs) You should have picked Blake Hortsman. Right. (laughs) But it just, it sucked. It was really hard to watch. Like, Mm -hmm because she was really, it was, it was a, it was a weird reckoning I think for her. Um, but obviously it's what absolutely had to happen and should have happened. And Garrett deserves nothing good in this life. So whatever, fuck you. But like, I just hope that there will be some, I don't know, apparently Eric did give an interview on it and I just didn't watch it, but it was like nothing. It was like, It was like a two minute, it was like a two minute thing. And it's like, well, nobody's going
0: to fucking watch that.
1: Like, but also the opportunity was
0: on the air. (laughs) Right. It's like, when you think about the podcast, like there's a certain demographic of fans. Like we're saying, like a lot of the audience of this show are middle-aged housewives that only watch the show. They don't listen to the podcast interviews. They don't follow anyone on Instagram. Like your time and your audience is on AFR. Right.
1: Like that was the chance for the franchise and for him to be like, hey. Like, right. own the fuck up. So it just sucks. I mean, it's like it it sucks. It sucks on a lot of levels, and I just hope that. Um, I don't even know. I just wish that they had had their like reckoning. Like I wish that he had been like he had like addressed it. Yeah,
0: no, and I apologized
1: agree. because it's too. It made it was too easy.
0: Yeah. Um. So that's the I, controversy with Gabby and Eric.
1: I love I I love Gabby and I just like want to believe that she will like be happy but I'm just like I just see this going the Becca and Garrett
0: yeah me too also the she's so Emily for that moment was when Jesse was like did you expect this and she was like no I literally hate men no (laughs) I
1: hate men there's something about him it's so annoying that's literally me talking about Ryan like I was so gagged people are like oh my god you're like so happy and I'm like no I know <laughs> why like, yeah but anyway we get more Gabby because she's on dance with the stars now so
0: also think her, did you see the video she posted for her dancing with the stars promo to the song yeah, yeah and like someone yeah. remixed like all the time she said yeah it's yeah. so funny
1: no it's like her partner I also like her partner is like one of my favorite people on the show because his yeah. wife is hot and also so funny <laughs> jenna johnson is a a literal smoke show so i like again this is my fucking embarrassing the most embarrassing side of me yeah that you love dancing with the stars i love i love it it's so embarrassing but he's one of my favorite people other than gabby
0: who are you pulling for on uh, if, you, stars. if you had to pick someone other than gabby oh shangela i
1: forgot shangela shangela yeah. and wayne brady i can't believe like wayne brady to me is crazy that he's on the show right now because in my brain he won it like 10 years ago like right. like, yeah. <laughs> like i think i drafted scare. a tweet like that i was like wayne brady's on in 2022
0: like are we sure he didn't win it already like i just feel it's like, like, like good it's like a stacked season too like heidi and charlie d'amelio um the gabby shore yeah, skinny. there's a lot of good people. It's crazy.
1: There's so many good people. And like, that's, you know what? I'll be there every week and mostly to see Gowdy because I like truly, truly love her. But I say that with less love now that she's with Eric still. But yeah, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. I honestly can't. Yeah. yeah. I honestly can't. I can't say that I think that they'll last very long. I think that like, I- kind of think and hope honestly kind of hope that the controversial as someone who when I was like 16 dated Dated someone who was racist and disagreed with me and like I say that with no pride it was embarrassing for everyone involved um but like I was I'm not excusing it but I was like a child
0: (laughs) right like Gabby you're like a grown it's like Gabby
1: like you're like 30 you know know. like it's
0: like and also it's like again i think it all hinges on the fact that it went ignored i think if he had acknowledged it and given a hell of a statement or an apology if he had gone the rachel route uh, honestly six months from now we would probably not even really remember it totally it's the fact that he just completely ignored it on the biggest platform that he could have acknowledged it um yeah that's the that's the disappointing part
1: yeah, for sure so to, to say at least um, um okay I for, also forgot sorry back to Dancing with the Stars the other person I'm uh, reading for is Daniel Daniel Durant Daniel Durant from CODA I love him he's deaf and he is so cute and he's partners with Britt, who's my other favorite professional dancer on the show sorry an, my other favorite an, uh, professional uh, dancer Alan on the guy show. <laughs> I mean I like Alan but I think that Alan like maybe fucks everybody like that he dances of, with I think he's like kind of annoying
0: too yeah, I kind of think he's like an but asshole. But wait, though. in Hannah Brown's book, she talks about how she and Alan didn't get along.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I also don't think Amanda and him got along. And I don't think that, and either of them will say it. But I'm like, I don't believe you guys are friends.
0: <laughs> like, um, so
1: I think he's a yeah. annoying. But anyway, Daniel Durant, that's my other one.
0: So- Shangela's huge, seg- having a drag queen on <sighs> Dancing with the Stars. That's I, big. I
1: know, I love it. I, love it I, I love, love it, I love it. I
0: love it too. And I love shangela
1: I love Shangela too. I met her at a gay bar.
0: I, I actually, this story is
1: so funny. Um, so I went to a gay bar during Pride last year, 2021, with like some of my like gay friends, and it was super fun. And we were just like partying all night. And then it's like the end of the night. We're like standing by the like exit of the bar, but it was like so. It's Pride, so like a lot of like drag queens and like you know gay icons are in town. Frankie Grande was there that night. He said hi to us. It was it was a time. It was a time and a half. So. Shangela puts her fan down on like a ledge, like her like literal fan that she was like fanning her face with, um, not her like miniature like fan that was like, portable a portable fan, fan. Her um, yeah. Port fan. <laughs> yeah, 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 like a fan, um, handheld. And so <laughs> puts it down, and my friend that I was with grabs it and goes, "We have to go right now." And I was like, "What do you mean?" and so we run out of the bar and then Shangela <laughs> comes out of the bar and it's like did you just take my fan <laughs> and my friend is like oh my god i'm literally so sorry you're shangela <laughs> and she was like yes i am babe like give me my fan back and he like gives it back and she's like oh my god you guys are so cute <laughs> like she just like immediately loved us and she was like oh my god you're so pretty and i was like Thank you. I'm so sorry. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like gonna throw up. I was like, oh my god. Um, and that's the night I met Shangela <laughs> And I like, was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like then my friend was like, I stole Shangela's fan. <laughs> he was like traumatized. It was a super funny night. So that's a little anecdote about Shangela that's, that's why I love her so much. Like you get robbed and you're just like, you guys are so pretty. <laughs> like, God, that's so me. Um, so with that said, we'll get into the biggest nothing burger, which is our next Bachelor. Yeah. So I say this as someone who liked Zach the whole season. So I'm a bit embarrassed that I like really liked him, I guess. But like I did. I really liked him. I felt like he and Rachel were genuine together. Yes. However, no, he should not be the next Bachelor. He's not Especially not when we have like eight other guys who could do it. Amazingly, right? right like it's like we have Avon we have ethan we have even nate would be better we have from past seasons like mike johnson like there's just so many yeah other people that would simply be better <laughs> and it just makes me sad because i'm like zach is just another clayton yeah um I think he's a bit better.
0: I I think he'll be better than Clayton. We weren't even wowed by Clayton on Michelle's season. At least we liked Zach on his season. No, that's very
1: true. I I feel bad comparing him to him, but it is just like.
0: Another boring white guy.
1: Yeah. It's just like nothing. Right. So. And also like Zach is
0: cute, but like. He's not like
1: drop your panties, you know? Like
0: all the, like, can you picture like all the girls in the bachelor mansion standing on the balcony going
1: Zach? Like, no. That's when they did
0: it for Clayton. And we were like,
1: okay like you know like zach <laughs> like, is the guy i'm that sad like, for
0: you <laughs> zach is the guy that you like meet in your mid-20s after you've been a whore for 10 years and you're like and you've like dated all the like oh guys i by the way i say whore as a term of endearment um oh it's uh, like like reclaim both the term. been there yeah right okay, no, like like Love it. no like if a man ever called me that death jail but Yo. like i'm reclaiming the word um oh yeah
1: and like it's it's slutty it's slutty girl fall like what are we doing i'm in yeah. my slut era
0: <laughs> and, but like Zach is like the guy that you date after you've been a slut for five years of college. And then you're like, yeah. he's like an accountant and he's so nice. And like, it's he's like, he's not like drop your panties in the bachelor mansion no. hot. He's like, he's like cute. He's sweet. Right. right? Like, it's right. like,
1: Zach, I want you to find love as much as the next guy. And
0: I guess like in theory, that's who the bachelor should be, you yeah. know? Like, it's just yeah, like a nice, normal guy that you can see yourself being
1: married to. I, but like, I feel like por que no los dos, though. Like, I feel like, why cannot, why can we not have both? Like, let's have a sexy guy who's also the settling down type, Avon, Ethan, like, uh, uh, like, less yeah. can we forget? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, I do like Zach. And this is where this made me so sad because I was like, he shouldn't be the bachelor. Like, yeah. he just shouldn't. And like, he's a sweetie. And his, his uncle is cronk, but like, no, I just don't understand it. And they did the thing where they bring out like five of the girls that are going to be on his season. And like, you know, they're like cute. I I don't know. I just feel bad. I'm like, Oh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, so yeah, that's what we have coming up. I'm just really sad that year after year, we
0: have to come on here and be like, so our next bachelor sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, I honestly, sometimes I'm like, if it weren't for the public discourse about the bachelors, I would be like, are we just jaded?
1: Yeah, I know. It's like, it's just like, eh, it's so boring. It's boring. so boring.
0: They're all boring. They're all just like, I don't know. They're all just boring. I heard
1: the rumor too, that like Justin might've been the bachelor after like not finding love on paradise. I was like, love that rumor. I was <laughs> like, do sexy it. as hell. Sexy as hell. I would watch that. Like there are just- Do it you men. cowards. I, like literally. I think that we just have to act. And then actually the kicker of all of this is that they did bachelor vote, quote unquote, which was like, you vote for the woman that should get the rose. And I was like, no, let us do bachelor vote for the bachelor. <laughs> Like, no, like <laughs> bring out four guys that have all agreed to it and let us vote on which one we want.
0: You cowards,
1: you fucking cowards. Like, yeah, Bachelor vote was so misguided because it was not about the thing that we want to vote on. <laughs> it's like, we don't want to vote on who gets the first impression, Rose. Yeah, we don't care about that. We want to vote on who we have to watch on our screen for like 10 weeks in January. So, sorry, Zach. I do like Zach, but
0: boo. <laughs> tomato tomato Ooh, tomato tomato. go girl give us nothing yeah literally
1: um it's, it's also gonna be Jessie- a big
0: nothing burger, t- nothing like burger.
1: Yeah. and at least and also the kicker was jesse being like i'm so glad the bachelor doesn't look just like me for once about someone who looks just like him i was like you're being embarrassing
0: <laughs> <Have> You <seen laughs> the tweet like- that was going around it was it's like fun. it was like finally a bachelor that doesn't look just like me and it was like clayton zach ari peter like yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah. like i was like guys i'm not trying to be mean you all do look alike um but uh, fellas that's that's what we have um the highlight of the evening grandpa john was there um so cute being so cute jesse asked him if he would ever be the bachelor elderly bachelor and he was like no 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 and i was like wait but we would love love to see it
0: Come yeah, back. like, but would you, but would you like at least consider?
1: Yeah. Also, weird part of the night was Sean Lowe was there and Sean Lowe and Catherine. It's kind of removed
0: from everything at this well, point.
1: Well, Sean, when Chris left, was like, I will not be watching.
0: <laughs> and we were like, Yeah, because he's like butt buddies th- with Chris Harrison. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I was like, I thought I smelled a
0: conservative.
1: <laughs> like, I was like, no, no. So he was back, which was so weird. And I was like, oh, okay. They definitely paid him
0: a million dollars. They are oh, like, please come sit at AFR.
1: No less. And I love, I really like Catherine
0: too. So I was like happy, but I was like. Oh, they're just the best couple from the show. Like no, they're we the talk best, about. But when, when it's we like, talk about great couples from the show, it's like understood that Sean and Catherine are number one. Oh. And we're talking about everyone feeling number two.
1: No, like literally. So it's like, yeah. I get it. But I was just like. Sean, you said you would never come back because you, like, love Chris Harrison and you're a conservative, so. <laughs> like, I know. Okay. Is, is Sean Lowe a conservative or do we just think he was close with Chris Harrison? Um, I think both. I think he's probably conservative. I mean. Oh, he's very Christian. Yeah. They're super religious. Like, I feel like. Yeah. Um,
0: Which, uh, no. okay, don't get me wrong. I'm not I know i have religion. But. I know I have many Christian friends that are liberal, so I'm not, like, I'm not, like, no. stereotyping all Christians. I mean, my, da- but, my like, dad's a
1: pastor and is very liberal like Do you it's remember not when
0: you got drunk and asked your dad if you thought that if he thought jesus was bisexual
1: yeah i also ask him all the time i'm like jesus was a socialist though no and he's like no he was and i'm like right so what
0: like, are right, we doing? Dad, correct i so, just will never forget you being like yeah i had wine and asked my dad if he thought jesus was bisexual
1: yeah jesus was definitely fucking bi dude he was <laughs> followed around by 12 dudes and a prostitute and that guy was not bisexual hey Get your head out of your ass.
0: Um <laughs> be, be a little bit serious. Hey,
1: I'm asking you to be fucking for real. Um
0: Dude, Jesus his father up by 12 dudes and none of
1: them kissed. Like they kissed for sure. They, first of all, they did kiss. It's not even a secret that they kissed. Like he was like, my brother. Every time he saw them, Jesus was by at like the least and a homosexual at the most. <laughs> so that's my take on religion. Thank you so much. Also, I haven't, I haven't been to church in years. Um, so I no, that it's like religious people can be leftist. Liberal. It's yeah. just that like, it's I rare. don't think Sean Lowe is. <laughs> I don't they're, think Sean Lowe is one of them. They're unicorns. Yeah. So um, that being said, that's what we got. Another season. What a time, but we'll be back in the literally.
0: And guys, this concludes, don't insult my intelligences, seventh season. You guys, when you signed up to listen to our silly little podcast in November During of 2020, COVID. you didn't think we'd be here seven seasons later. And in your defense, neither did we. <laughs> so.
1: I, didn't, I honestly didn't know if I'd live that long. Uh, I was like, hmm. uh, a slight breeze might take me out. So cheers. We're here. We're, we're one of us is queer. Get used to it. <laughs>
0: Your guess as to which one, Um,
1: and that's up to you guys to decide. And and I feel like it's not that hard of a guess.
0: It's (laughs) definitely not.
1: Literally (laughs) earlier in the episode, I was like, "Oh God, Gabby's dance partner's wife is so hot!" Like, oh, which one of us is a? I wonder
0: which one of us is a little gay. (laughs) Um, Also, um, I just want to put it out there: if you are enjoying, um, tune into our season of Paradise. It's going to be a special one, and we're going to be you know, give it some announcements during the season of Paradise. So tune in. Um, And if you have any friends that only watch Paradise, which I can't blame them, tell so them to fair. tune in too. <laughs> yeah, tell them to listen. Uh, we love
1: Paradise. I can't wait to see all my boys back on screen, meaning Aaron and Johnny. Um, and Justin. And Justin. So hot. And Andrew even. And I wasn't even a big Andrew fan, but I can't wait to see him on the beach. So it's going to be a great time
0: it's going to be so fun. We're going to be drunk every recording.
1: Yeah. I, well, at the beginning of this, you were like, they're taking a shot. Like it's definitely not paradise yet. And I was like, no, because if it were paradise, we'd be taking three shots. No, <laughs> so like, literally, Paradise starts and we're feral. I'm going to be recording yeah. like at a nightclub. I'm going to be <laughs> like, ns, 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 ns. um, so Lil
0: John hosted yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um I literally can't wait I love paradise so much and it's gonna be so fun see you there see you there you guys know the drill again Almost okay paradise. Adam play it we're,
0: we're not knocking on, on, on heaven's heaven's storm. Storm. I'm so sorry to anyone who heard that because <laughs> on zoom we definitely were not synced <laughs> um, okay bye <laughs>